Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 7 of On the Prowl. We are here in the Joe Crying Shrine. My name is Powell Cobb, Managing Editor of the Post Searchlight. And I'm Brandon O'Connor. I hope you guys enjoyed our special bi-week edition last week. We had a lot of fun talking to Coach Jones, yeah. just bringing back some of the memories, talking about some of his time here. I think the most interesting thing I learned in that entire interview was that in the state championship game, he decided to punt on third down. Go for, go figure. I know. That's, and he still stands by the call. And he still stands this, by the this call. This years later. Which I think is the best thing. Like, if you're going to make that type of call, I hope it. that 30 years later, you're still happy you punted on third down. That's right. Well, all's fair because he won that game 7-6, to six, and uh, his team is the state championship team for Bainbridge in 1982. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about these off week practices. It's it's been a good two weeks for Bainbridge, according to Coach Jeff Littleton. They've been practicing hard. They've got a lot of work done. They're getting better at the things they have not been good at, according to Coach Jeff Littleton. They and they got a chance to get started on Thomas County Central early. How valuable is it to be able to have two weeks before a big rival opponent like the Yellow Jackets? I think it's big to get ready for a rival with two weeks, but in the grand scheme of things, Bainbridge could not have asked for a better time to have their bye week. Yes. Damien has just had two really big games where he had a lot of carries. They got a big emotional win against veterans. Their first region game in 5A this year, they got that victory. Really sets them up going into this stretch of their schedule. And then they get the bye week one before a really good TCC team, which is a rivalry game, gives you some time to recuperate. But even bigger than that, you get two weeks to prepare for the VR offense. Yeah. That's a type of offense you don't see very often. It's always wonderful to have an extra week to prepare for that. Even college teams and stuff like that, when they play the Georgia Techs and the Navies, they have tons of problems stopping that type of offense, especially when it's on a short week. And Bamert has had a great luxury of being able to spend two weeks, not completely focusing on that, but spending some extra time, those few extra days and reps, getting ready for TCC. And there's a good chance that we're going to see the dividends of that on Friday. That's right. It really takes a lot of work on the field, but also a lot of time in the, the film room to be able to prepare for this veer attack, the, the option. It's it's such a disciplined defensive motion that you're going to have to be working on. Everyone has a job. Everyone has a phase that they're having to watch out for. And it just takes focus. And that's something Bainbridge is going to have to really key in on focus Absolutely. to go to win. A, a kind of a buzzword that you see a lot of coaches talk about when they're preparing for this type of offense is eye control. There you you go. have to control yes. your eyes and be disciplined, as you were saying, of your assignment. That's you right. can't get sucked in. It's so easy to get sucked inside, especially with a team like TCC, where you, you don't see it very often. But then they also have an electric quarterback in Aquias Williams. They can attack you through the air. He has 959 passing yards. But then also gets you on the ground. He has 829 rushing yards. That's so right. he's he's almost one of those rare veer quarterbacks that can attack you both ways. You don't see that very often, especially at this type of level. A lot of times you're running the veer because you just don't have a guy that can throw, whereas Kalias can. And that makes it even more dangerous for the guys. Those edge guys, your Devin Morris and stuff like that for Bamberg are so important because they can't get sucked in and fall for the different options. That's right. Kalias has 16 rushing touchdowns and five passing touchdowns. He's got some good receivers that will go up and get it. This is a very talented quarterback and one of the most talented players in Region 5A, wouldn't you say, Brandon? I I agree, And, and they've been reflected in those rankings all year long through the Georgia High School Football Daily. They've been a top 10 5A team all year long, but they are coming off maybe one of 
the worst losses that they could have suffered. That's right. They went out there last week and they lost two veterans who Bainbridge had just beaten, which is huge news for Bainbridge in two different ways. One, it makes TCC look somewhat vulnerable. Mm. They just lost to a team that you dismantled. And two, it really somewhat puts the destiny of the region championship in Bainbridge's own hands, which sitting here three weeks ago we never would have expected. They are the drivers in, in this region, absolutely. They have the opportunity to win out against Thomas County Central following week against Harris County and closing out the senior season against Warner Robins for our region championship. Yeah, absolutely. Now, one of the big stories that came out of the veterans game, maybe what some people are saying, why TCC lost, is there's some some talk that Kalias Williams might not be healthy, and that's making him a little bit tentative to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And you've seen that somewhat reflected in their statistics the last two games where he is throwing the ball a little bit more. If, if Kalias is tentative to run the ball, that offense falls apart. If you don't have the threat of the quarterback run, then you don't have to worry about the eye control and getting sucked in because the, the defenders can so much key on just that running back and That's the right. offense will quickly crumble. That's and right. Here's the thing, though. Bainbridge can't worry about whether Kalias is, is healthy abso- or not. They absolutely. have to practice like he is 100%. Absolutely. You, you have to go into this game prepared for a completely healthy Kalias Williams or you're going to set yourself up to fail. You, you saw that some in the earlier season with teams getting ready for Bainbridge. I think that was a big part of the Rickards game. They maybe went into that game not expecting Damian to be healthy. That He hadn't been playing. He goes out there and he gushes them for 330 yards. Granted, Bainbridge lost that game. Mm-hmm. But that's a, it's, this is score record rushing yards, and it, and it wasn't expected. Nobody expected him to get 48 carries in that game after not playing the first couple of weeks. That's right. So with a guy like Kalias, you definitely have to be prepared for him to be healthy. And then if he's not... It's just a boon for you. That's right. I spoke with Coach Jeff Littleton earlier this week, and here's what he has to say about Kalias Williams and the Thomas County Central offense. Their offense is the veer. That's a lot of times a lot of struggle for a lot of defenses to, to take on. How is the how is the Bearcats going to take on the veer offense and stop that? Well, um, you know, the, just like I tell the kids, uh, the most disciplined team's going to win the football game. And, uh, you know, there's three parts to their running attack, and uh, and and each each uh, each unit has a role on, on those on those uh, parts, and uh, we're going to try to take away those three parts. And, you know, and it starts with the first part, which is the dive. And if you don't take the dive away, it's hard to take the other ones, other parts of away from that offense. So uh, you have to do that up front, and uh, we've got to play a, a, a really good game up front uh, and control the line of scrimmage. Uh, that's the only way to do that. Mm-hmm. And if and if we can't do that, it'll be a long night. Now, the other part with their offense is, is uh, number one, Kalias Williams can really throw the football as well. Uh, and they're throwing it more this year. So that, that makes it all all even even tougher to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when they're uh, you know, when they're when that engine's running smoothly, uh, it's it's pretty hard to stop, uh, especially when you have a, a really good quarterback like number one. What Littleton was saying is, Kalias Williams is not the only talented running back on Thomas County Central's offense. This Tyrese Cloud uh, senior has 75 carries, 474 yards, and four touchdowns. Also, Carly Dismuke has 41 carries for 193 yards and one touchdown. The wide receivers for the Yellow Jackets, Jamie Palmer, 15 receptions, 427 yards, three touchdowns. Tay Cooksey, 18 receptions, 
370 yards, two touchdowns. So Calais is, is, while he is the nucleus of this offense, there is talent all over this field for them to get the job done. Absolutely, and you can see kind of the, the threat of the triple option type of your offense almost reflected specifically in their statistics. Calais, 121 carries. A sophomore, Daniels, with 40 carries. Cloud with 75. Dismuke with 41. And you take that to Bainbridge on the other side, where they have one guy that has so many of the carries. It's not reflected in the, the TCC offense as much because they're spreading the ball out with those different options on each of the play. And then, as you mentioned, I, I don't know how much TCC has had this in the past, but this year they can definitely threaten you through the air as well. I've been covering Bainbridge for four years now, and I have never seen numbers like this on a Thomas County Central offense for passing. Yeah. Kalias this week, he jumped up. He's now, I think, only one of two quarterbacks in the entire region with over 50% completion percentage. He's at 51%. He's averaging 120 yards per game through the air. The the touchdowns aren't there, five touchdowns, three interceptions. But I think that's because you're going to see with a lot of this type of offense, once they get down there, they're going to go straight back to their veer and score on it. That's right. That's right. They'll they'll keep you honest with the pass game and surprise you, then just go back to their MO and run it up your gut. Play-action pass is deadly interviewer offense it definitely is and exactly what Littleton said that engine when it's running smoothly it can be really hard to stop what about Bainbridge's engine I, there's one guy he, he is the the engine the carburetor <laughs> <laughs> he's every part of the get that's underneath the hood and then I think he's also the gasoline that they're putting in the tank and that is Damian Pierce this guy the last two weeks is you see why he is He's committed to Bama and has offers from all the top country, all the top teams in this region, and then some other ones outside of it, the Michigans, the Stanfords. This guy is a workhorse and an unstoppable beast when he gets going on the football game. Before two weeks ago, there had never been a 300-yard rushing game in Bainbridge High School history. He's done it two weeks in a row. He had 300, I think, 35 yards two weeks ago right. against Rickards in this past game against veterans. He had 305 yards. And my favorite part about that game is that his carries were back down to 23. That's right. If, if he can do that, that type of production, 300 yards on 20 to 25 carries in a game, it's unstoppable. That's right. I think it shows Damian Pierce has the ability to make those big, long touchdown runs. Also give credit to the offensive line and the wide receivers who are doing a lot of the help on those runs, giving Damian those holes, giving him the opportunity to make it up the yeah, field. Yeah, and this this is an offensive line that they're – they're in a little bit of in fix-it mode. Christian Glover is out with an injury, and then some during the, the last game against veterans, they had a guy go down with an injury that eventually had to come back in after he got a little bit healthy. So Damian is doing this with some guys changing up in front of him, which I think makes it even more impressive. But that 13 yards per carry jumps out of you is unbelievable. That's right. Um, Thomas County Central's defense has some thick Linemen. That was the word Littleton used to describe these linebackers. I do enjoy my linemen thick. Thick, thick linemen, thick linebackers. These are big, stocky fellows, and they really control the inside. So what do you think we're going to be seeing more of? More toss sweeps? More of a, the outside lateral kind of approach to the running game, or what? Damien is, works better as a between-the-tackles runner. Sure. It's his type of style. He's, he's not sprinter fast. You, you kind of saw that during track season. Yeah, he, he advanced some in the sprinting, but he's not sprinter fast. He's just a load to handle, and he, he has that good acceleration and patience. Once he hits the hole, it's hard to get him because he has a little bit of a wiggle, and then his vision is just world-class unbelievable. Mm. So it, it doesn't work quite as well for him when you're trying to get outside the tackles, but with his offensive line with some injuries and the thick defensive lineman for TCC, 
I think you're going to have to to do that some this week. You're going to have to get him some of those counter runs, some of the pitch runs, and stuff like that to get around that edge. And not not as a main part of your offense, but by doing that, you're going to spread out the defensive line a little bit and give him some more holes up the, in the middle. And another thing, they, they've kind of cut Brett McLaughlin down a lot the last couple of weeks. They have. I don't think he's had double-digit passes in either of the last two games. So it, he, he really hasn't been passing the ball much. But I, I think you need... You need to at least use some play-action pass. Absolutely. When you're running the ball that effectively, kind of like we said with TCC, the play-action pass becomes a deadly weapon. And Bammer, he said, put that into their their offense some. Maybe, he doesn't know, need to throw a lot of passes like he was early in the season. That's right. Maybe hit that 11-12 to 12 number. Give Damien the, the 25 carries. That's right. And I think this offense will click a little bit more. I think Bainbridge's wide receivers are good enough athletes to be able to make it happen this week when they're needed, kind of keeping Thomas, Thomas County Central's defense honest get them on their heels when they least expect it with a really good pass play. Littleton said that all week, for the past two weeks actually, they have been working hard on that passing game, getting Brett in rhythm, getting the wide receivers comfortable. And I'm, I'm really hoping that we can see some good pass action from Brett and the wide receivers. I think if we're going to, this is the week you are because they've, they've had two weeks to work on it. And if it doesn't click this week, I'm not sure if it's going to at all this season. But another thing that with the Veer offense, because they do run the ball so much, it eats up a lot of clock. That's right. It cuts down the amount of possessions your offense can have. So Bainbridge cannot afford turnovers. They cannot afford mistakes. They need to work the ball down the field each time and get either three or seven. And we did see against veterans that Caleb Harris can make a field goal when he needs to. That's right. Caleb Harris has some juice in those field goals. The one field goal he made was 31-yarder. And it looked like that could have gone for another 10, 15 yards. Yeah, it was good from 31, and he had the juice to hit it from 35. That's right. So (laughs) I'm hoping uh, we'll maybe get to see him pulled out a little bit some other time this season, too. He's definitely one of those guys that week to week, you can can certainly see the improvement. Oh, yeah. He's a sophomore. He's just going to keep getting better. Brandon, what is the rest of the region looking like right now? The last couple weeks have actually created a little bit of turmoil in the region. We mentioned a little bit earlier that TCC went out there and had, for Bainbridge's sake, a pretty big loss. was in 38-28 to to veterans. But then also in somewhat of an upset, Warner Robins went out there and and beat Harris. Yeah. It was only Warner Robins' second win of the season. They're now 2-6. But they went out there and they beat Harris 31-3. Wow. So you put those two games together, and Bainbridge certainly controls their own destiny. Harris County probably still does have the best quarterback in the region. Um, And Griffin, he has 920 passing yards, five touchdowns, one interception, and he's completing 55% of his passes, which for this region is a pretty phenomenal number. And then Warner Robins, they they run the ball quite a bit. As a team, they have 1,300 rushing yards. Burnett, a junior, has 566. And then they have another guy, Bradford Jackson, who's a senior, that has 428. So that's another one of those ground-and-pound teams. But they, they've they actually spread the ball out as a quarterback some. Um, Hedden, their quarterback, has 889 yards on a 45% completion percentage, six touchdowns, but what really gets him is the 16 interceptions. It's hard to win a lot of games that way. Yeah. And Bradley has started playing some as quarterback as well. He has 11 completions on 14 attempts for 88 yards. That's a 79% completion percentage. Not bad, not bad at all. So there's some talent in this region, but if TC or but if Bainbridge can go out there and beat TCC on Friday, they certainly can control their own destiny. Because Harris County and Warner Robins definitely look like teams they can beat. I really think that would be the definitive win that would really take this team and give them that morale boost and really lock them down for 
finishing out the season strong against Harris County and Warner Robins. A win against Central, big rival at Thomasville. What more can you ask for? That's just a, that's just an awesome environment for college fo- or high school football game. Great Friday night football. Absolutely. And the one the one scary part for Bainbridge is that with the current playoff projections that are out right now, it the, the farther they get, they look like they're staring Buford down. <laughs> everyone in the re- every class five A is staring. Everybody Buford is staring down. Buford down. But Bainbridge is in the unfortunate situation where they very well very well may end up in the same quarterfinal as Buford if they win the region. And, and Bainbridge can make it to the quarterfinals. Good for them. That's I mean that's. Fantastic. I kind of feel sorry for a team though that like they had a rough start to the season. You get it together. You win your region. You win those first two playoff games, and you, you have to Buford. play Buford. Hey, what if the what if Bainbridge is beat? Buford, you never know. You never know. Yeah, Buford yeah. could have a, just a really bad game. Yeah. Bainbridge capitalizes on it, makes it to the semifinals for the second year in a row. That would that's be an a, unbelievable. That's crystal, that is crystal ball predictions, though. We don't do that here. I, I do have two big questions <laughs> for you before we head out, though. Two hot takes for you. Damian Pierce has had two or over three hundred yards rushing in the last two games. Do you think he can hit that number again against TCC? I think it would be difficult. I'm not going to say it's going to be impossible, but I think it'll be difficult. The, these, the way Littleton described these linemen and these linebackers make it seem like they are Damian's worst enemy for what he does best. Absolutely. I don't think we've seen a defense like this in our region yet. Or for the past, like I don't think we've seen a defense like this like we've seen in the past two games against Rickards and Veterans. This is a different class of defense, and I think they're going to be determined, determined to stop Damian Pierce. And then, because of his big two games, he is now sitting at 1,009 yards on 125 carries. He has three regular season games left. And it's almost safe to say, but theoretically, at least one playoff game. Do you think Damien can hit 2,000 yards for the second straight season? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to take a lot of effort from the linemen and the wide receivers blocking for him. But Damien definitely has the, the talent and the, the hustle to be able to get those 2,000 yards. So you think I'll struggle a little bit with TCC just because of their thick defense, as Littleton said. That's right. So you got Warner Robbins, and you got Harris. Which of those teams does he torch for his big yards? I'm putting my money on Warner Robbins. All right. Damian going out there, Warner final Robbins. Game of, final game of the regular season for the region championship win. That's that's when Damian lights it up, 400 right. yards. 400 yards. <laughs> there we go. And now it's that time for our Bearcat Band trivia question of the week. Damian, we've talked about him quite a bit this on this podcast, he is currently committed to Alabama. So our question for you for a $5 gift certificate to the concession stand at the next home game, which is against Harris County, he's had to be the first person to comment on the Facebook post with the correct answer, is who was the last Bainbridge football player to sign a scholarship with a Power 5 football team? Mm, very good question. Very good question. Like Brandon said, if you can answer on our Facebook page as a comment first, Correct answer. Gets the Bearcat Band gift card. That Bearcat Band does a fantastic job with the concessions at the uh, at the football games, don't we, they? We just only ask that if you win, you please actually come and pick it up. Yes, we have some tickets still waiting to be picked up here, and we wanna we wanna give your prize to you for uh, being such a good Bearcat faithful fan. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.